Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddie, Jeff Dye, and Freddie Prince Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Wrestling with Freddie, also known as Wrestling with Friends. And I'm back in Los Angeles, and with me, as always, is the co-host of the century, Mr. Jeff Dye. How are you, sir? Jeff Jackpot Dye in the house. Excited <laughs> that you're back in California. I could, fi- I felt it right when you got back to California. I go, oh, Freddie's returned. You sensed it. He's you back. sensed it. You get. You want to tell the people how bad you got me before <laughs> we started the podcast? Well, I, I the second he popped on here, I go, finally, Freddie has come back. To Los Angeles. And then I waited a beat and I said, hey, how was, was Hawaii? And then the second you answered, I said, it doesn't matter how Hawaii is. <laughs> and you walked right into it. I was, so, you, I was mad, but it was too good. So I laughed. <laughs> but I hate walking into those, man. I used to be the pro at that. And now I'm back at the bottom of the ladder. What? Uh, how was Hawaii, though? Tell us a little bit about it. Hawaii was amazing. It was the land of the rock. I felt, I felt very powerful there. I felt the mana. I didn't drink any of his drinks alcoholic or non-alcoholic but spiritually i i consumed them all and uh my children love it we snorkeled an an octopus inked my my daughter on the snorkel and she thought it was pretty funny my wife chased after a shark because she's a psychopath and when i saw the shark i grabbed the kids and swam the other direction (laughs) you guys did the whole aquaman like trip you didn't do this was very unlike the rock at all yeah, well, they're like fish, basically. My daughter surfs, my wife scuba dives, and my son, he's just down for whatever. He's too young to be afraid of anything. So, uh, But it was amazing, and it was also a pretty damn good week of wrestling. A couple people saved the week for me because I was starting to get frustrated, but we're going to discuss it all the entire week. We're going to start with Monday Night Raw with the Monday night after our show that we recorded Monday morning. And on that show, we discussed the fact that Dakota Kai and EO Sky might cause a bit of a problem in upcoming promos. And Bailey comes out 
with EO and Dakota. Did I forget how good she was on the mic at being a at at being a heel or or did she just while she was injured be like, yo, I don't give a shit about anybody <laughs> and I don't care. Uh if I have a man, he's gone. If I have a girl, she's gone. Screw everybody. I'm coming back. She got on the mic and she started killing it on her promo. And then she accidentally called Dakota Kai Dakota Sky. And all the energy, everybody's like buttholes went and got super tight. And she barely saved it because she played herself and went, I know I messed it up. Shut up, everybody. You're screwed. And, and kind of did a more 80s heel with it. Now, I didn't I didn't love that part, but she has to save it or she dies on social media. And then she she picked it back up. And I still think Dakota Kai is a baby face. And if you're going to give somebody one line, don't give them a question. Because no matter what, they're going to go up yeah. and they're never going to sound tough. And that's what they did to poor Dakota Kai in there. She was like, oh, you mean what we did at SummerSlam? And it went, I was like, yeah, yeah. it should have just been a statement, not a question. But that's all right. Bailey was the one to hold this together until the champ came out and Bianca Belair came out with backup with Alexa Bliss, who's good on the mic and Asuka, who they make do goofy stuff, but I love Asuka. Honest to God, I thought this was the strongest Bianca Belair, the coolest Bianca Belair. This was the best I've seen her on the mic and she didn't have a huge long promo, but the way she interacted and went back and forth with Bailey. And I've said this before, I wish she would have been champ longer to have time to grow, but maybe I, maybe I was wrong on this. And when it's written in her own words that she can kind of wrap her head around, maybe she's way better or maybe it's a little looser now with the dialogue and they're letting her kind of freestyle more, but I've never seen her come off that confident and awesome and badass. And I loved when they fought. And again, it feels like old school, crazy chaos back in the day wrestling, which was kind of cool. What did you think about segment one of Monday night raw? I'm a big fan of this stable. I like them a lot. I also, I, I, I'm not even sure I like Dakota Kai on the mic or in the ring. I just like the way she looks. She looks cool. She can wrestle. I'll give her, I'll give her that though. That goes a long ways. They're like, she's bad now. She's got pink hair, and you go, okay, yeah, that's, I guess that's what a bad <laughs> girl looks like. I liked it. I loved it. I thought it was perfect. Good hyping. I'm a big fan of stables. I like that it's three on three. We got the rumbles, and then we don't need any more. I liked it. I thought it was great. Also, you kind of mentioned it, but of course that's why Bailey was better because Triple H is saying, okay, listen, we don't have to be so scripted, which I think his whole plan for that, and I'm not sure, but I believe his whole plan is like, if we can get away from the scripted, everything's going to be a lot more realistic because the only reason a lot of people are bad on the mic is because they would get in trouble for like not using the exact sentence, right? Yeah. Yeah. There were a bunch of words that you're not allowed to say. And if it's not word for word, sometimes you would get in trouble and it put a lot of crazy pressure on them. Yeah, you're right. And you're an actor, right? Like there's, there's been probably things you've worked on where you can be a little looser and then things where the director or whatever tells you, you say exactly what it says. I maybe haven't yes. worked for both, but I've, I've heard that there's both. A hundred percent. Yes. Now I'm, I'm the kind of person where I really try to nail exactly what you wrote and I'll establish that with you first. So that if there's ever a line that just sounds like marbles coming out of my mouth, <laughs> you'll let me change it. Cause I've earned some credibility sure. with you, but they don't get that kind of time and they don't always have the quality of writer to, to work back and forth with. Sometimes it's just, there's what you have. And if you're going to fix it, it's all on you. 
when I was there, there were three people that I trusted to write a promo. I'm sure there's probably about three people and they're busy. They can't write for everybody. So if Hunter is saying, Hey, you're good at this, go out there and do your thing. And if that's what Bailey did, then I, I love her even more. I met her on an episode of WWE rivals every Sunday on A&E and she was so cool. I had never, I, I met a handful of, of wrestlers and, and, go back and forth with him and and chat with him but her and i weren't friends i think i met her maybe once at a house show and said hi and just sitting and speaking to her and the whole show's about you know the history of wrestling the history is the wwe sees it anyway to see her go kind of just off camera with kevin nash and and layfield and go back and forth and just sort of be on that wavelength and philosophy. I was like, man, this chick's so cool. And then she came out there and she just crushed it, man. I don't know, man. I don't even know what to say other than I guess I was sleeping on her because she wasn't like this at NXT because Vince didn't have his hands on NXT, on black and gold NXT anyway, when she was doing her thing. But I never saw her cut promos like this and kind of own the crowd the way she does now. She's just super confident. Confidence is key, man, for any kind of performance at all if you're not confident you're gonna fall on your face and when you just kind of can sit there and say fuck it yeah she's got a better heel voice than a face voice yeah and i liked her as a baby as super bubbly carlotte you know the little what are those things called the blow back and forth in the wind whatever the balloon things i like sweet little bailey but this bailey is so gangster i love her her and bianca belair are going to create a story that i want to watch which is awesome I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling, and it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're not going to do every single match abroad, but I do want to go to one that that uh, made me made my heart tingle and made my face smile because Jeffrey Kevin Owens is back. He is back. He's dropping apron power bombs, buckle, whatever he calls them back. Like old school, Sammy Zayn style. We're going to talk about Sammy Zayn later in the show because, Oh my God, I just totally fell in love with them all over again. But Kevin Owens is back. He destroyed the lot, the living lie that is Ezekiel. And I feel like it could be one of those victories that, that kills Ezekiel once and for all. And you won't really see this guy again for four months or however long it takes the beard to grow back. And suddenly Elias will be back on acoustic and saying, hello, Cincinnati. That's a hell of a prediction. I'm telling you, he's back. He's back. And forget the fact that even in his backstage promo, there was some random car crash. Kevin Owens is going to be the main face or heel. I don't care. On Monday Night Raw, whether anyone likes it or not. And I'm so excited because as I saw a video of him at a house show with Roman Reigns and he's holding Roman Reigns oh, yeah. in like a chin lock on the ground. Okay. Talking trash to a fan. A fan is talking trash to him. So he goes in on the fan and starts talking about how much money he makes per week compared to how much this fan heckling him is making. And he does it in this way. That's just obnoxious enough that, you know, Hey, man, he's doing the heel. He's not like this insecure prick who's like breaking character and getting upset with a fan. This is a guy that will make you watch. He's so funny. And Roman Reigns is like having to cover his face because he's laughing because it's that it's that funny and awesome. I'm I love this guy so much, man. I think he's so cool. When he came up to Monday Night Raw and annihilated John Cena and did his own finisher to him and did his the you can't see me when he was I was like, oh God, they figured it out. Wrestling's gonna be great again. And then Vince was like, nope, that guy's not buff. That's over. And now I feel like it's coming back 10 years later, maybe, however long it was. But I'm so excited. Jeff, Kevin Owens is back. He's my favorite. He's my top. I'd probably put him in top three favorite wrestlers that wrestle currently. He's he, Didn't he have like 20 moves he couldn't do when he came to WWE? They're like, you can't do that one. You can't do that one. That one's too dangerous. I can't believe you're doing that. Like He has all these crazy moves when he was Kevin Steen or whatever, whatever his old name yeah, used to be. Yeah. I'm a huge, huge, huge Kevin Owens fan. Also, he's hilarious. That Like what you're saying, like he's so perfect at bad guy stuff. And I'm trying to figure out, he's from Quebec, right? Yeah, he's French-Canadian. That accent is perfect for a heel. The same accent that it uh, is. Owen Hart used to have. Where he's like, shut your mouth. Like the yes. way, like they have this kind of like French Canadian, like it's perfectly, it just sounds perfect as a heel voice. And also what, what better thing than to brag about how much money you make? What is a, what is the, <laughs> there's nothing lower for a rich guy to brag about how much money he makes. So it's perfect for a bad guy. And I think Kevin, uh, Kevin Owens, when it comes to like holding a microphone, there's not many people better. Maybe Paul Heyman. Okay. Yeah. But Paul's more it's different. The speech 
Kevin can go back and forth as well. And it doesn't feel like a speech written by Paul Heyman. It feels like it's just kind of off the cuff. And I'm sure all of the people that listen to this podcast are like big wrestling marks. So they know all this stuff. But if you don't, if you're not really, really well versed in Kevin Owens, go watch uh, the promo he cut um, with the Young Bucks where he, and Adam Cole when he's just yelling about how uh, how he, he's just going going off and he's bragging about how much merch he sold. Or he, he's complaining that they didn't buy enough merch, that the town is stupid. And he's like, I brought 100 shirts. <laughs> I brought 100 shirts and I only sold 40. And then he turns to the young boy. He goes, I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But still, I should have sold all 100. Like he was just, he's just so funny in a perfect wrestling way. He's one of my favorites. So I'm happy to have him back. He's the best. Yeah, man. He always finds opportunities, no matter what's going on, to somehow implement that into whatever he's doing. Whether it's the crowd being rambunctious or rowdy, whether it's legit. I, I guarantee you he probably only sold 40 shirts that night and just yeah, threw it, was it like into – the promo. Yeah. Like that's just, that's how his brain works, man. I, this dude is so cool, man. He's my son's favorite wrestler. I, I sent him a message once and, uh, and anyone can do this on social media. I, all I wrote was, dude, I love you. My daughter loves you. And you're my son's favorite wrestler. And he writes back, well, who's your daughter's favorite wrestler? And I said, oh, that's Bobby Lashley. And so he literally records a message and sends it to me where he's talking to my son and he's like, Rocky, you have fantastic taste in wrestling. I think you're an amazing young man, oh, that's but you amazing. have to talk to your sister. Bobby Lashley is a terrible human being. He hurts me. He want, he likes hurting me. I've bled and he enjoyed that too. I've made people bleed. And you know what I did? I apologized because that's the, and he just goes on this promo where I'm like, oh that's my God, awesome. dude, like, he didn't write this like it's just freestyling and he cut a promo on my son and and daughter for my son and daughter and both that. my kids were like this guy's amazing and my daughter critiques acting she is 12 she has opinions she wants to be involved in this business her mother and father are in so she comments when someone sucks she said dad they should not talk on the microphone it's it's brutal and she loves him man well speaking of kevin owens i don't know if this counts as smackdown or raw but um, I would love to see, and the rumor mills a churning, uh, a Bray Wyatt return. Yeah, man. Then I'd have my two favorites back in back on WWE, Bray Wyatt and Kevin Owens. I'd have them both and then, back. Yeah, and the two guys that I would want in my federation would both be gone. <laughs> well, that's true. Ah, oh, gosh, dang it! I forgot I've got a root for future wrestling. Well, maybe they could just have a short thing. You have to root for wrestler unemployment so that I may I employ them. But even if I could offer him more money, what you going to do? What belt you want to chase, man? My belt or For the sure. WWE belt? No way, Shut dude. the hell. Look at out of here, man. You're too nice. Hey, I'm on team Freddy, wrong. baby. <laughs> yeah, well, you chose wrong, baby. <laughs> Look, I feel like Kevin Owens, people will tune in and watch the way they watch MJF on AEW. I love MJF. Um, Oh my God. I think people change the channel to when they hear he's on TV. And I think they'll do that for Kevin Owens too. So I would put him on both shows if you could, if, if you can book it that way, if they're in, if they're close enough and he can get there and it's not in his contract where he's like, yo, man, I ain't trying to work 38 days in a row. But yeah, man, I think he's cash, cash money. And speaking of AEW, it has been, well, no, we'll start with the good. It has been saved. For CM Punk hath returned to save us all with great stories, 
great promos, and great wrestling. No more what stories? No more, yeah, all right, promo. And no more, yeah, that match was good, but the other one sucked. CM Punk is back. It was a title match with Moxley, the AEW world champion, and Chris Jericho, who's still pulling off big matches, did the right thing, tapped out, had to give up, or as Bolo Yuang said in Bloodsport, Mate! Bloodsport's a bullshit movie, by the way. Frank Dukes wasn't a legit badass guy like that. It was all lies. Don't edit this out, Alex. This is all true. All that crap was fake, and those dudes would whipped his ass. So anyway. Yeah, like Rudy Rudiger. It's not real. Punk is back. After Jericho lost, the Jericho Appreciation Society attacked the world champion. They're beating the crap out of him. Chris Jericho hits him with the belt. There's blood everywhere. I think this was like the third, second or third match of the night that had blood. It's such a gory show. It's like watching Tales from the Crypt back in the day, man. Yeah, well, it's like watching Tales from the Crypt. If for a long time they said, all right, no more goopy, gory blood. And then one day they just go, okay, blood's allowed. And everyone's going, can we do blood? We'll do blood. Can our match have blood? Can blood explode out of the walls? Can it explode out of the bed like Nightmare on Elm Street? That would be yeah. great. How about you suplex me and blood shoots out of both my eyeballs? Would that be okay? That's just an idea I had. How about we fill the ring with blood, but only the bottom of it. So when I land hard enough, it explodes and blood goes into the crowd. That's how I feel when I'm so old now. So he's back. He's bloody. He's about to get hit with the title again. And here comes the cult of personality and punks back. And dude, he looks in great shape, man. Like his arms were way more jacked than what I remember them being. He's never been in the best shape ever, even if his cardio is on point. But his arms were looking jacked. He was looking lean as hell. He didn't tuck the shirt in, which Adam Page did. That was a big time mistake, Adam Page. I saw you tuck in the white tank top into the jeans, and it looked like you were wearing a bodysuit. We got to untuck that, all right? You got friends back there. They're going to let you know. Just, you know, let it poof out a little, little too tight. Punk came out, had the shirt out perfect, came out ready to fight, and everybody gets beat down, and he saves Jericho for the end. Jericho gets beat down. And then here was the only thing that was weird to me. Moxley gets saved, and I think it's just because his character's crazy, but Moxley gets saved, and if you look on his face, it was like, I don't, I don't care. And he did it twice that I, that, I, that I saw. And then he stands up, and this part I liked, and he turns around, and then it's just like, yo, and maybe I'm answering my own question. I don't care if you save me. This is my title. I hate that you're back. And if I have to fight you, you're going to bleed way worse than what you see right now. And then he just gives him the double fingers. And then he probably, you know, just went back and smoked a Marlboro. But Punk got a standing O. It was a huge, organic reaction from the crowd. No added noise. You just heard the crowd love him. And it made me get excited because AEW's without MJF and without Punk, and we'll t- I want to talk about the Daniel Bryan stuff next, but it's been a little, it hasn't been up to the level that those guys bring it to. And I'll leave it at that. I'm not trying to dump on them. But I got very, very excited for what's to come. I don't know what story they're going to tell because both guys are kind of badass baby faces. And I'm okay with that, even though I'm usually old school. But I feel like someone has to be bad. And it, I don't know if you if a crowd's willing to boo 
Claudio or CM Punk first? Because I don't think they're willing to boo either of them. And Claudio's with Moxley and and Daniel Bryan. So it's gonna it'll be tricky, but two badasses works every once in a while. It just can't be every time. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura podcast network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What did you think about the return of CM Punk? This came up in the the text thread multiple times. Like, like I can pinpoint the exact moment if I look through my phone time on a timeline of when when CM Punk came out. Cause it got a huge pop from all my wrestling buddies. Also, I'm notoriously a CM Punk uh, and and Dean Ambrose slash Moxley hater. I've been I've if you if you hater. archive me, hater. you will find me talking a lot of trash about both of them. But that's all gone. That's old Jeffy. I love, love, love CM Punk in <laughs> AEW. And I love Moxley in AEW. And I didn't know that Mox used to be this badass death r- match wrestler until I oh, watched um, the Dark Side of the Ring. I didn't even know any of that stuff. So it turns dude. out I just didn't like Dean Ambrose when he was part of the Shield or and when he tried to do his own crazy thing with the mask and all the stuff post They did weird stuff in WWE and they kind of made him look like a buff Corey Feldman which was weird. He looks way co- he looks way cooler in AEW. Yeah, I realized it, I, it wasn't me being a hater. It's just like I just didn't really like what what WWE did with with Dean Ambrose the character. But huge CM Punk guy now. 
huge Mox guy. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of both these guys being kind of like the tough guy. We don't know if it's a heel or a face. Super pumped about it. I loved it. I loved the. I loved the whole. The whole thing. You realize I've never finished watching a death match. Really, Cardona got me to watch his. And I told him like eight minutes in, I texted him. I was like, dude, I can't, I'm a father. Like I can't, I can't. Yeah, you're a good guy. That sucks because I was going to get you to go with me. It's so hardcore. I mean, they don't all, it's not all death matches, but the death matches are so brutal. We're doing a podcast field trip. We're going to some death matches. Me, you, big time Alex, we're going. Well, his daughter isn't invited. Your kids aren't invited. We're going to some death matches. All right, I'll, I'm, I'm going to throw up, so we're going to move on. Nobody's going to want to talk about this but me, but did you watch the Shinsuke and Gunther match? Yep. They were beating the crap. I thought I was going to hate this match and walk out of the room. They were beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> it sounded so hard. I was all- – Strong style. Bro, I was – I had – I recorded this, and I – and was watching yesterday while I was grilling outside, I heard a smack that was so loud that came from inside the house that I came back in and rewound it. And he got, Shinsuke got kicked in the back or the chest so freaking hard. I rewound it. There was no leg slap from anybody. There was no clap, clap. It was just two size 15s, just whack, whack. One other member... SmackDown, we're doing our best of the worst right now. My worst of the week was they had a backstage segment. (laughs) They had a backstage. Only nerds are going to think this is funny. With Ricochet, right? With Pretty Ricky. And I swear to God, if you played this game called Cyberpunk 2077, Ricochet was dressed exactly like an NPC in this sex bot club. Like the boy one that's like, I think his name is Carlos, and he's like, hey, why are you here? How can I help you? And I swear to God, I was like, oh, my God, he's dressed like a sex bot NPC from Cyberpunk 2077. That is a deep it's cut. Like, it's like a 1992 Miami button-up shirt with the thick one-inch wide chain on the outside. And it, and he looks so perfect. He looks like a friggin' android because he's like chiseled from steel and the smooth head everywhere. I swear to God, dude, I was like, I'm turning on the game right now. I reinstalled it and now I'm going to play the game just to get to that point so I can take a picture and send <laughs> yeah. it to you. I'm sure someone could come up with that character photo if you guys want to, if you want to tweet it at Freddy. Oh, yeah, that'd probably be an easier way to do it. I could have just gone on YouTube. Wait, we're doing our best and worst matches already? That wasn't the match. That was just my worst moment was oh. the wardrobe selection. But yeah, if you have one, hit me. Yeah, well, the right best. Here. The best match of the week in wrestling. There was uh, just a... I've been keeping track. Ready? There was zero dumpster matches this week. There was not a <laughs> single dumpster match. But there was a coffin match with Darby Allen and Brody <laughs> K. And I think that's, that's good enough for me. So my favorite was the Darby Allen finishes off Brody King and I'm in a nice coffin match. I will say this. It's difficult for small guys to look believable against monsters. Mm-hmm. But his style and the way he wrestles gives you a chance to believe because his style is very Jeff Hardy. Like, all right, I can't punch harder than you. So I'm just going to throw my entire body at you and we're going to see who breaks first. And yeah. if it's me, all right, you got me. So. I'll, get, I'll give him that, but I would much rather see him wrestling different people. And I like Brody King. But there's one man that I fell in love with even more. 
And he's also a French Canadian, I believe. And he's best friends with your favorite and mine, Kevin Owens. And this is Sami Zayn. In no way, shape, or form, I'm so excited. I don't care if everyone else hates him. You're Everybody else is wrong. Even though it's art and you can't be, you're totally wrong if you disagree with this. There is no way in hell that his storyline should work at all. It's ridiculous. Hey, hey, Usos. Hey, Roman. I want to be in the bloodline too, please. Can I? It's like the one white guy in jujitsu class trying to bro out with the Samoans. And it's like, nah, dude, you have to bleed and sweat before they call you Us. It's just, that's the way it works. And he's so endearing and annoying at the same time. It's like, that old Looney Tunes cartoon with the two dogs, the bulldog and the chihuahua. And he's like, hey, Spike, what do you want to do today, Spike? And he's like, shut up, smack. And like smacks. He's like, oh, yeah, I talk too much. Sorry, Spike. It literally is like that. So there's no way this should work. It is childish. It is ridiculous. It It's a child dealing with grownups. Everything in the Uso storyline is reality based. There's no goofiness. And here comes Sami Zayn. And he just wants to wrestle and be on TV. And he's talented enough to do so. And he gets stuck with this. And this son of a bitch makes it work. And I don't know how. He's a better actor than I am. And last Friday was amazing. Drew McIntyre had to deal with everyone. He's beating up Usos. Scarlett Bordeaux's there telling him, yo, time is up, Jack. Like, Cross is coming for everybody's ass, which I'm loving, by the way. But he's having to deal with everything, and he's going to give the Claymore kick to the Uso. And out of nowhere comes maybe maybe the second best actor on the roster, but number one in my heart. And he jumped into the ring and pushes his brother out of the way and takes the boot right in the face and lays himself out. Proving his worth, showing his value to not only the WWE universe, which I think we'll get rid of that term too, and we can start saying fans again, which would be great. But more importantly, I think finally earning a seat at the table. I believe Sami Zayn has earned the right to call himself a part of the bloodline. I believe he has earned the right to use the term oos, the bloodline, I believe he should be an honorary Samoan and should be offered citizenship in the great territory of American Samoa. That's it. That's all I have to say. Agree or disagree? I, I agreed until you said that he should be a Samoan. <laughs> what do you <laughs> an mean? Honor, an honorary member. That's. I mean, they give they give idiots honorary degrees all the time. I got offered one from UNM. I'm a fool. What are you talking? They you could get honorary stuff, bro. Well, I I'd like to see it. You know, I'd like. I, it's like when uh, Owen Hart was in the Nation of Domination. You know, he he was in. <laughs> I think this is kind of like that. I, I, I like it. Sami Zayn is one of those guys that I'm off and on about. You know. It's like half the time I like a Sami Zayn, half the time I'm like, what's this uh, ska character he's doing? So I'm with you. I'm the down nation for it. of domination. <laughs> you know what I mean? I forgot about Sami Zayn trying to fit in in the bloodline. He's he is. I know, but like I would love <laughs> them to run with this for as long as they can. It's hilarious. I hope so. I know they're just going to beat him up and punk him out. But man, I'm telling you. I, I don't know why, but I just love him, man. And when he gets a run, people are going to go hard for it. So Drew McIntyre, as the wrestling business goes, has been injured. 
they said that like they're gonna maybe give him some time off. Maybe maybe his back will be okay by that. Time. Oh, I hope so, man. I hope so. Drew is a guy that had the like the thankless title run, right? The title run with no fans. He won it in front of no. It's like when the Lakers won the bubble championship. Oh, yeah. It's just it's just different, man. And I'm a Lakers fan, but it's a different kind of championship. And he deserves one. And to get one in the UK, being a Scott, that's his moment. I mean, it, this had to have been planned for him. So I hope you're right. And he's just rehabbing like crazy. Or look, dude, here, let me throw this at you. And we'll close with, with speculative thinking. He's not so hurt that he can't have a match. But he is so hurt that he can't go very long because he needs to have a surgery. But the injury, let's say it's not going to get any worse if he wrestles once more. So he gets the match. He wins the match at Clash of the Castle. Mm. And then on the following Monday Night Raw, he loses somehow to Karrion Cross, or over the next couple of weeks on TV. And you give the fans a free championship match. And that's how you get the title on Cross. I'd like that. I'd love to see Cross just come right back and have, they put the belt on him. How exciting would that be? Yeah. Well, now that you say that, that might be way too fast. I mean, there's, there's rocket ships and there's friggin' the Millennium Falcon, you know what I mean? <laughs> that, I that's what that would that, be. Yeah, that might be too fast. But if uh, I would just break my heart for Drew if he can't if he can't pull that home, man. Just talk about stars not lining up for you. Wow, that's great to end on a bad note. That's no, not a bad. You know, just we'll, we'll see what happens. It's all tentative. Tell you what, I'll end on this. I believe on Friday Night SmackDown during Kofi Kingston's getting annihilated by the Viking Raiders with. Mm. Somehow they have Viking shields. You would love that. There's a gimmick. Love and they were, beating, they were beating him with shields and then splashing down on, upon him with massive bodies all over. And I believe I heard Pat McAfee recite the following. Smelly, vicious, rude Viking Raiders dragging his body. And I rewound it. I said, there's no way my guy said smelly, Viking Raiders. Talk about booking 1983. And I rewound it and I pressed play and I'm like, yeah, he said smelly. Vicious Definitely called him smelly. <laughs> so that's a lighter note. Jeff, any closing thoughts for the people? Well, what might be crass to some people's ears and might be sometimes not very thoughtful and kind. We can all admit in our darkest truth that Vikings probably are smelly. All right, you guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Wrestling with Friends, also known as Wrestling with Freddy. Follow us on our official show accounts on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddy. That's one word, I-E, not Y. Twitter, WWFreddyPod. See you next week. See you next week. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos 
para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumucósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.